What is up, people? Jean Carlos here with the Total Body Training Podcast, and today's episode is about haters and your fitness goals. But before we go on, today's episode is brought to you by Protein. My current favorite protein is 90% ground lean pork, and I eat it with rice maybe once a day right now while I'm cutting weight. I love it. You can do a lot of different kinds of things with it, spice it different ways. I hadn't had it in a long time. I didn't realize you could get it in 90% lean. So I am happy to be eating that stuff again. So that is what's going on right now with protein. Thank you, protein. Love you. All right. So back to the topic today is haters and your fitness goals. So I think that everyone, unless you're really lucky, has had or dealt with someone who is a hater. And so that can come in a lot of different forms for you. And unfortunately, a lot of times people are haters are the people who are the closest to you in your life. So it's somebody who is a friend who, or somebody who's a parent, someone who's so close to you that kind of tends to dislike the fact that you are changing. And so you're wondering why, why doesn't mom support the fact that I'm losing weight or I'm trying to strength train or trying to do the Pilates class, what have you? Why doesn't my, you know, friend Pete, actual friend who wouldn't do this, but why doesn't that person support my fitness goals? Right. And that is for a lot of different reasons. And, you know, maybe some of that can be jealousy. So the person sees something that they want for themselves that you're starting to get and they don't like that. And so they feel jealous. So all they can do is put you down in the process, even if they're close to you. You know, it also can be that they don't like change. So some people just don't like seeing people do things that are different and they get a little bit rubbed the wrong way when the world around them starts to look different than what they're accustomed to. So, you know, they just kind of, open their mouths and say something a little bit condescending and ugly when they see that you are changing. And I have definitely been there, had that happen to me when I first started to lift weights and tone up and try to take better care of myself. Uh, It's definitely been something that's happened. Another thing is you remind them of their own struggles with bad self-image. So, you know, for some people, you know, let's say that it's your friend, okay? And your friend sees that you are losing some weight and you're putting in a little bit of effort. They see that you're changing. Maybe you go out for margaritas or you go out to to eat one night and you decide not to have the dessert uh, with your food or you decide not to drink a margarita or another five margaritas or what have you. And that person looks at you and they're like, whoa, what are you doing? And they can tell that you're looking different. And the moment you tell them, hey, like I'm working out, I'm taking better care of myself. The person's like, oh, I don't know if that's going to work or we'll see if you stick with it or like you look fine the way that you are, like all these kind of like disparaging kinds of things because for them, it's a reminder of their own struggles when they feel inadequate looking at you and seeing that you're changing and they reflect on the time that January rolled around and they got their gym membership and they couldn't quite commit. And this isn't to put anybody down. This is to make you aware of something that you know could happen to you or to that you could be un- unintentionally doing to someone else by talking shit on their own fitness goals, right? 
So it's definitely something that happens. Your progress can be a glaring reminder to someone of their own lack of progress, and that can make them really uncomfortable even if you're not shoving it in their face. Just you being around someone and changing will make someone else, especially the people who are closest to you, feel uncomfortable because they are looking at you and comparing themselves to you always. They are always comparing themselves to you. So sometimes it can be really hard hard for the people that are closest to you to, you know, accept that you're changing or to actually support you. So, you know, I'll give you a few examples of, of like people who are haters and, you know, these are actually real stories. I'm not going to name any names, but you know, I had a client who came to me and told me that, you know, she was out with her female friends one night and, oh no, actually this was on her Facebook page. Someone hopped on her Facebook page and saw that her arms were, you know, toning up and she was losing weight and, you know, they were getting stronger. And the, the client said, Hey, your arms are getting huge. You need to stop lifting all that weight so your arms don't get huge. Now, you know, there are a few things there that are shitty about that, what that person said. You know, and first of all, it's not your responsibility to chime in on somebody else's body, especially when they're posting pictures of themselves and they're feeling like they're proud of themselves, right? It's not for, up to you, hater, to show up and shit on somebody else's parade when they're excited about their new physique, right? But also, like, there's another added problem of, like, you know, maybe that person wants to have those kinds of arms or maybe that person finds that to be appealing. So, you know, who are you to show up and open your trap about how you feel? Today, I'm going to be a little bit blunt because I, you know, I, I do not like hate. <laughs> I'm not going to be too nice in this episode of the total body training podcast. Um, you know, it's like, it's like, you know, fuck off. You know, this person's like working so hard and then you come and you shit on what they're doing and their own progress, you know, telling them they look masculine when maybe that's what they, you know, they like their body. They like their physique. You know, this woman, you know, this client of mine didn't look overly masculine, didn't look bad. She looked in great shape. Her arms looked awesome. Everybody was complimenting her, but it was just like this one person who was coming around and saying these ugly things. And she would say that over and over and over again. And this client had to stand up for herself, you know, eventually because we talked about it. Right. So, you know, that's one version of like a friend or a family member who might be a hater. Just somebody saying something ugly about your body, uh, can be really, really hurtful to you. And also really hurtful for the person who's saying it. You know, another example of haters is I have a client here who deadlifted a significant amount of weight, you know? And I remember that, you know, you know, people were talking about it and someone said something along the lines of like, is it really healthy to lift that much weight? And, you know, I just, I, I don't think anybody should do that. And, you know, while that person isn't doing this to be hateful and while there's definitely can be, there can definitely be a constructive conversation about the limits of a person's body and whether or not picking up certain weight or technique can be good. What you're doing is you're kind of overshadowing the fact with your comment that this person worked really hard and they worked really hard towards lifting the weight that they lifted that day and they're so proud of it. So who are you to come around and then like completely avoid the fact that someone had to bust their ass to pick up this heavy weight and do something they never thought they could do. 
and then they put all this effort in and then all you have to say is, is that really a healthy thing to do? You know, you're not being a hateful person by doing that, but you're definitely trying to dissuade the person or definitely looking for things that are wrong with what someone else is doing. And that can be really hurtful to someone who is striving towards improving their life and perfecting their life and, you know, getting good at lifting weights and picking shit up, right? You know, so why would you come at that person with that comment? You know, just keep it to yourself, (laughs) in my opinion, if you're the hater. You know, I I think that oftentimes what haters don't realize is that like, that's more a reflection of them than it is of, you know, of the larger situation as a whole, right? Is that when you're starting to say things like that, it's more a reflection of your own jealousy, insecurity, or inability to begin to wrap your mind around someone else's goals, you know? And it's really just plain selfish because that is their own thing, not yours. It's not up to you to be commenting on that in a negative Nancy kind of way. So, you know, that's how I feel about that. You know, another one is running a marathon. And this is my experience with haters. So, you know, I ran a marathon in 2013. This was before I was super into weightlifting, before I was a trainer. And I remember that when I ran my marathon, there were some people who thought it was really freaking badass because I ran, you know, over 26 miles in the Rock and Roll Marathon here in San Antonio. And I got a medal and all this cool stuff. And then there was just like a whole lot of other people who were like, damn, you look skinny. And then I remember when I started training, people would say things like, you know, can a trainer be skinny like you? And, you know, I just remember hearing people say things like, you know, like you're going to lose your gains, man, if you run, like when I would go into the gym or what are you doing all that running stuff for? And, you know, a lot of times these were people who I didn't even know. (laughs) So somebody would just come up to me. This is the situation where it's not always friends and family. Someone would come up to me and be like, you know, uh, do you really want to do that? You're going to lose all your gains. You know, yeah, I fucking did. I wouldn't have done it otherwise. And first of all, who are you, bro? Like dude with the gelled hair in the gym who's talking to me about what I want to do with me, right? And, you know, I know that you're supposed to ignore things and we'll get to some tips about that. Either way, it's just annoying to deal with people who are hating on the things that you actually want for your life. I know I'm probably venting and even ranting a little bit here, but I want to be really honest and sincere about this because it's something that's definitely been on my mind for a while. So, you know, when, when you see someone, so, so that's just another version of like people that are haters, you know, friends, friends also are like family would, would see how skinny I got. And they would be like, Oh, like you're losing all this weight. Like, you know, all these things that, you know, and they would say it in ways that aren't always productive. And there's, there's a better way to say when you think someone could look better or something like that. I'm not saying that you can't be honest with the people in your lives, haters. What I'm saying is, is that maybe there's a better way to say it. And, you know, that's for a different conversation. Um, but you know, those are examples of people who are just being haters on your, on your fitness goals. You know, another, another example would be if, you know, and I've heard this a lot is, you know, the moment that somebody starts dieting, someone says, Oh, like, aren't you afraid that you're going to get too fit or you're going to get too skinny? So like people like actively trying to dissuade you from achieving your goal. And it's like, you know, uh, 
no, you know, most of Americans, uh, you know, are struggling right now with their weight and with losing weight. You know, the minority of people are malnourished in America. The minority of people are anemic in America. I mean, it's a very small percentage. If you look at my podcast with Tony from Tips of Tony, registered dietitian, we talked about that, how there are very few people who struggle with those kinds of issues in America with being malnourished or, you know, not eating enough due to being too skinny. It's just not something that happens too often. So, so that, yeah, it's probably not going to be the case. I know that there's definitely a precedence for that, right? There's definitely people who are like exercise bulimic or, you know, people are anorexic. I don't want to put that down. That's a separate, you know, that's definitely a, a thing that happens to people and it's a very sensitive thing. But if we were to look as a whole at people in America, those people fall in a very small minority. And so, you know, when haters kind of like jump on this bandwagon of like putting people down for being obsessed with their fitness, you know, it's really not grounded on anything and it just sounds ugly. And it's really just a reflection of that person, how they feel about themselves or their own past experiences with weight loss and with, you know, all that stuff. We, we could go down that for a long time. But here's the point, you know, something that I tell people that you're going to want to start with when you're pursuing a goal is you're going to want to be strong. If you're trying to lose weight, if you're trying to run a marathon, if you're trying to get into powerlifting, Olympic weightlifting, CrossFit, whatever, whatever it is, uh, yoga, anything, what I think is really important is for you to be really steadfast in what you want and that you try to find other people who support that because, you know, chances are the people who are immediately around you aren't going to just jump on that. And for you to expect that from them to just jump on whatever you're doing or support you every time isn't exactly healthy for them and it's not exactly healthy for you. Okay. So this kind of goes both ways. So, you know, I think you really need to be strong in your own goal and what you really want. You got to believe in it. And, you know, by the way, before I go on, I just want to say, I'm not a therapist. I'm not some kind of guru. I'm none of those things. You can take or leave what I'm saying. This is more so from my experience with having endured you know, struggling with friends or family who are haters and also seeing that happen to clients that are here when they share something that they're doing with their friends or their family, right? It sucks to hear that when somebody feels so proud and they go out in the world and somebody kind of puts them down and it makes them like double down and not really, and sometimes lose their focus if they're not careful. So that's why I'm talking about this. You know, maybe there's somebody with a better approach or a better way to tell you how to work with people. And that person might be in the realm of like self-help or psychology. This is just how I think things should work and what you should personally do as a trainer who's been doing this since 2014. So, you know, you can take it or leave it. If you don't love it, that's fine. Um, you know, if, if you like what I'm saying, then stay right here with me because I'm going to give you some tips for how to do that. So what I tell people is that, you know, in believing in yourself, you don't need to seek the approval of people who don't support your path or your plan. I'm going to say that again. It's one of my rules for success here at TBT, and it is I don't seek the approval of people who don't understand my plan or my path. 
not everybody's going to understand why you're doing what you're doing and not everybody needs to, but you need to remain steadfast in what you're doing and also try to find people who are going to support you and enable you towards your goals, right? That is what we believe in here and what I think would help people. There is a podcast version where we talk about the seven rules for the, the seven rules for success that we have here at Total Body Training and you might want to take a look at that. I think that's episode number four of the Total Body Training podcast. I'll post it in the show notes. But here today, we're going to talk about four tips that I think will help you when you're dealing with haters. And, you know, the first one is ignoring them. So I think that, you know, you as a person who, you know, sometimes dealing with somebody who is, you know, disgruntled about you and your, your goals or your, you know, your passion for fitness that's new or your weight loss uh, pursuit or your fitness pursuit, whatever. I just kind of rambled a little bit there. Whatever the goal is, right? And and you, you, you're the person who's doing that and you have people who kind of like hate on you. One of the best things you can do is to just ignore them. Uh, it might go away. So maybe the fact that like <laughs> you show up and, you know, uh, Cheryl at the office sees that you bring in broccoli with your lunch and she says something like, oh, like you're never going to get in shape eating chicken and grilled chicken and broccoli. You know, that just seems so nasty, right? Sometimes the best thing to do is just ignore it and just be like, you know, whatever, Cheryl, <laughs> like, and don't say anything. Like, just be like, okay, like, you know, that's fine. So don't, don't take it too hard on yourself. It's, it's easy folks. Like when you're running around, we're all busy. We have busy lives and, you know, sometimes people misspeak. You know, I know that I have certainly been guilty of misspeaking, expressing myself incorrectly. Maybe Cheryl's expressing herself incorrectly, or maybe that's just her general demeanor. Maybe you're tired from your day and you hear Cheryl say that and it just fucking pisses you off. Whatever the case might be, you know, I would say that, you know, the first time that Cheryl says something like that, just ignore it, right? Just be like, huh, okay, right? Uh, just move on. And maybe it won't come up again. Now, it usually does, but maybe it won't. And that'll feel better if it doesn't. Now, Let's say that this keeps coming up. So you go out with your friends and uh, or with the same person, the same coworker, or maybe Cheryl is your friend, right? And uh, well, let's stay on the coworking analogy. Uh, you you come in into the office every day and you're bringing in like three or four meals because you're going to be there all day and you want to make sure you're eating the right foods. And you know everybody goes out to eat and you stop going out to eat with everyone. Uh, or if you do, right, they see that you've got your little healthy foods and they comment on it and they're like, oh, here comes. Rachel again with her healthy foods, you know, or here comes Jean again with his broccoli. This is something that people told me. He's probably going to fart because he has broccoli oh. or, uh, you know, oh, you know, if you keep eating, why, why are you eating healthy? I mean, you're already fit. I mean, you're just going to, aren't you afraid you're going to get too skinny, right? All those comments with people kind of like chiming in about your health decisions and about your life and all the fitness that you do can get really annoying. And at this point, you shouldn't really have to ignore it. So what I would suggest that you do is don't lose your cool. It's not going to help you. It's not going to make you feel better. I would just say something along the lines of number two, point number two is I'm good. I'm happy like this. And that is it. The less you say, the better. Because if you give people too much, if you start to kind of like debate the person about your fitness, you're just not going to win on that 
because all people do generally when they're in an environment where they're feeling challenged by something that you're saying is try to reiterate that and try to re-express it. It's just part of how a lot of people handle conversation. And, you know, unfortunately, a lot of times people want to talk at you instead of talking with you. Do you get what I'm saying here? Have you ever felt talked at instead of talked with? When it comes to haters, you're always being talked at. You know, somebody hating on your physique, somebody, you know, chiming in on your food without asking you questions about why you're doing it or, you know, what your path is or where you're going with yourself. As someone who doesn't really want to have a conversation, they just want to chime in on what you're doing. And the moment that you say a whole lot else, you know, and or try to explain it, you know, they're not always going to be on board, you know, and, you know, I would definitely suggest that if that person is somebody who's in your life, you know, another tip, and I would actually say that we have, you know, five tips here, or we could put number tip and number tip A, 2A <laughs> together would be, if I had 2A, would be, you know, tell people in advance. It's like, hey, like y'all, I like your boyfriend or your mom or your dad, whatever. Hey, I'm trying this new fitness thing and I'd really appreciate it if you supported me through my path here. I'm trying to really clean up my diet or trying to eat a little bit healthy. And sometimes you might not have to go through any of these goals if those people are close to you, right? Because some people, hopefully you've got the kind of family that supports you and they're cool with it. Unfortunately, sometimes that doesn't happen. And, you know, in my personal experience, I've had both. I would say that I have friends and family members who think it's cool that I'm into the fitness thing or thought it was cool when I was going through my transformation and I would tell them and they were supportive and there are other people who weren't, right? And, you know, uh, those are the people that we just say, we just were short with and we say, I'm good. I'm happy this way. The other people who understand and care, you tell them, Hey, like this is something that's important to me. Can you please stop trying to like dissuade me to eat unhealthy foods when I come in? Right. Because they'll also do that. So they'll see you with your, like your broccoli and your chicken or whatever healthy foods you have. And they'll be like, Karen, do you want to have this little muffin right here and break your diet? <laughs> people do this shit. Come on. I mean, some of you have to know that it's definitely been the case for my clients and for myself. They'll try to get you to break your diet because they think it's like some kind of fun game. It's uh, the peer pressure, right? Because they want to be revalidated in what they are doing and that everyone is like them. So, you know, what I would say is just tell them, no, I'm good. When someone starts to tempt you, say, I am good. I'm happy this way with what I'm doing. And then just smile and move on. Don't make a big show of it because it'll turn into a debate and you don't need to debate your own values or what you're doing, especially if you've already told people that you're trying to pursue a healthier life, okay? Number three, spend less time with them. This is a tough one. So let's say that you have been telling people, hey, could you, you know, I'm good, I'm happy this way, or you've already told like certain friends and family members, hey, like these are my values right now. I'm trying to lose weight. I'm trying to eat better. You know, I'm trying to get more fit. You know, I'm trying to go to the gym more frequently. I'm trying to do any of these things. And those people kind of continue to put you down or continue to hate or send a negative message your way or put down your physique or put down how you're eating, any of that kind of hate. Then, and you, you've repeatedly tried and you've worked around them and you know, what I would suggest is that you spend less time with them because what is the value of having someone in your life who doesn't support your life? Let me say that again. What is the value of having someone in your life 
who doesn't support your life, your goals, your ambition, who you are, your drive, the things that you want for your past, your present, your future, right? What is the point of that? If they can't get on board with you or can't at the very least bite their tongue, right? And just be like, okay, if that's what you know you want, that's cool. So what I would recommend is that you spend just a little bit less time with that person. And you know, if that person catches on that you're spending less time with them, maybe you could be like, well, you know, if, and they ask you, you could be like, well, you know, to be honest with you, Cheryl, the reason I'm spending less time with you is because, you know, you repeatedly have been a hater of what I'm doing with my goals. And really, it's really discouraging to hear that. And it's really sad that you can't feel like you can support what I'm doing. And so that's why I've spent a little bit less time with you. You can be just upfront and honest with them. Now, some people might think that that's confrontational, but I think that sometimes, hopefully, if that person is willing to listen now instead of talk at you, what that can do is that can create a dialogue where Cheryl starts to improve as a friend and maybe this can have her whole life. This can change her whole life and the way that she treats her friends and her family members because maybe Cheryl can realize, hey, like I just don't listen that well or I just don't care about other people's feelings that well, right? Think about how transformative that could potentially be if you tell someone exactly how you feel about them. That is an opportunity for that person to grow if they're willing to let it be. So, you know, maybe spending less time with them and then, you know, if they ask you telling them would be a really good tip. Now, the last tip is probably the hardest one and it's one that I definitely have had to have done, you know, in my own personal life and that's cut people out. And if you have, again, let me go back to this. If what is the value of having someone in your life who isn't there to support your life and your goals? Hold on for a second. I'm going to stop the podcast. Okay. So we're back. <laughs> cutting, cutting someone out. If you've tried, you know, all of these methods and, you know, you've tried to express yourself and maybe you went through like that third step where you spent less time with them, but like when you did spend time with them, it was like strained and awkward and the person just kind of like brought this up over and over again and kept expending for you to change how you're doing and how you're living your life and, you know, wasn't really seeing it from your side, what is the value of having that person in your life? To me, this sounds like a really un- even relationship where this person is dominating your personal space and your experience. And really that's unfair and ugly. And, you know, you're now at a place where you're trying to grow as a person. And so maybe it's time for you to move on and to find other people who are more supportive of your goals. Now, I know you can't do that with everybody. You know, there's some people that you can't, you know, stop talking to entirely. You know, some people would argue that you can some people would say, you know, you can get that divorce <laughs> because your husband or your wife are really fucking pissing you off. Or you can spend this time around your mom or just not talk to her again. You know, you can. You can do that. That's that's something that's doable. Or maybe you can just cut them out and be like, look, now is not the time and I can't spend time with you like at all. Like you can tell them that or not tell them at all. 
right? These are all options in the cut them out phase. Honestly, I have used all of them. Some of them work better than others. It is not easy to cut people out. You will find that you will want to spend time with some of these friends or family members, but I don't see why the fuck not. If not, you know, distance yourself from people who are actively dissuading you from what you want to do. You know, I'm not saying that you should be this like obstinate person who doesn't hear constructive feedback from people or who doesn't, you know, listen. That's not what this is about. This is about being around people who drain you of your energy and put hate in your way with regards to your life and your goals and what you want for yourself. Why have these people around if they aren't enabling and at the very least supporting you, all right, with what you want? So those are my tips. We've got four tips. I guess this was like four with like... uh, five sort of or like uh something like that (laughs) um yeah people i hope you enjoyed this episode of the total body training podcast if you notice we've been switching things around a lot here i have been going improvised a lot i'm just writing notes here for what i talk about and how i express myself i'm just trying to have my genuine voice and like what i'm feeling like giving you that day so that's why we're doing it in this format here you know, uh, if you enjoyed this episode of the Total Body Training Podcast, feel free to subscribe to my YouTube channel where I post each and every episode of the Total Body Training Podcast, or feel free to follow me on Google. I'm on all of the major podcast platforms. So that's what is going on there, people. You can subscribe. If you're on iTunes, please leave me some kind of review. You know, maybe you're a hater, you want to leave me a negative review, go right ahead. Or maybe you're somebody who's positive and you want to leave me a positive review. Please do it. It means so, so much to me when people chime in on how they feel about what I'm offering them here at the Total Body Training Podcast. Well, people, it's enough for this episode. Until next time, peace.